Blog Talk Radio. The following is a disclaimer. The views and opinions expressed on this show are those of the host, guest, and callers, and are not necessarily those of the Roman Show Network, its management, or other advertisers. Listen to their struggles as they turn them into triumphs. In a city full of challenges, they only search for victory, and nothing will hold them back. These are their stories, so sit back, relax, and welcome to their city. Wrestle City Radio. Hello, folks, and welcome to another great edition of Wrestle City Radio. We are in their city. I got my passport ready. I got my airplane ticket ready. I have my entry fee ready. I got everything ready to enter their city of Wrestle City. Uh, Now, basically, we're going to have a great show here for you tonight. But most importantly, I have to say this now coming out of the box, I'm the happiest human being I could ever ever describe because my new nickname by the way and i'm gonna debut it here thanks to candy our video host hashtag harry handsome lives again wow yep harry handsome because i won last night in the bet against red velvet by the way red how are you today I'm doing great, George. Yep. You see why people don't bet against the hairy handsome? Yeah. Well, I take pride in my loss. I'm not ashamed of it. I bet all the way, and it didn't turn out for me. But, hey, it is what it is. You're lucky you still got that beard. (laughs) Well, mind you, the hairy handsome has to live on. But, by the way, guys, what a great pay-per-view it was last night. We will be talking about that. On top of that, All jokes aside, I have to say what a fantastic first annual, you know, Russell City Radio slash Roman show, uh, great meatballs of fire cookout we had last night. It it was fantastic. Uh, Red, what was your favorite part of last night? I have to ask you. Uh, It was a great, we had a great time. I Uh, mean, in between the pay-per-views, you know, the drinks, the meatballs, the bets. The chops, the shot. <laughs> uh, Thank God I didn't take a chop because, especially from uh, uh, from uh, Osiris, God, Lee, the guy's arms and hands. I, I, I thank God. Yeah, I took a chop from him. <laughs> that still hurts. <sighs> which, uh, for the record, you have plenty of cojones for even taking that chop because, for Christ's sake, uh, so many. Uh, <laughs> I, I was afraid every single time I was losing, I was saying, hey, I'm going to take a shot because I'm not taking no chop. Wow, I just rhymed. Anyway. Nice. <laughs> I mean, it was great. I mean, talking between chops and shots, you know. 
we had a great time. I'm I'm happy of the turnout, and I can't wait to the next pay per view. This is a party, man. That it tell me about it. I, it it was fantastic. We were around a a great bunch of people uh, with the Roman Show staff, and of course, Russell City family uh, like you and me, and and of course Osiris, and, and the list goes on and on. But basically, guys. Russell City Radio, we're here. We're going to talk about Great Balls of Fire, but we're also going to be talking to our special guest of this evening. We're going to bring on a Glow Original. Yes. A gorgeous ladies of wrestling. She was a original. And she will be here on the show with us, with Red and myself. I'm talking about Roxy will be here on the show, and she's going to be talking to us about her opinion on the current Netflix uh, glow series that just came out mind you i finished the first season uh are, are, have you started watching it yet Red? i'm on the third episode i'm trying but my schedule is not allowing it but i am trying to find a date to just binge on it and i don't want anyone to ruin the finale for me please i'm getting there okay let me tell you something that finale made me yeah cry i, I know I, I constantly cried on the show but it's it, it's the fact that the matter is that that show really hits you hard emotionally, and, and it, it makes you say, "God, the like gorgeous ladies of wrestling." Yes, the women's wrestling revolution, fantastic, and, and nothing to take away from them, including even back in the 1980s when Fabulous Moolah was around and and so on and so forth, Mae Young. But if there's one thing when people bring up women's wrestling, yes, they'll bring up Fabulous Moolah. Yes, they'll bring up Lita. Yes, they'll bring up Trish Stratus. Yes, they'll keep uh, bring up Sasha Banks. But one group of women that you would never, never not hear in a sentence when you talk about women's wrestling is Glow. Yeah. And, and they're going to be coming on. She, like I said, Roxy will be here on the show talking with us. It's a complete honor that I'm going to be. We're going to be able to sit down with her and talk to Roxy. But before we start talking to her, she'll be on here on at 6.20 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, uh, for anyone who has questions, you could go ahead and send it to us on our Facebook, on our fan page, facebook.com backslash Radio. And our COO, Lorraine, will be able to read it. She'll send over the question to me. And then, of course, we'll ask you her on your behalf. Now, also, I have to say, let's talk Great Balls of Fire. Uh, of course, Red. That, what what match do we start with, man? All of them were great. Yeah, I mean, we had there was a great lineup of matches. Yep. Um, we can start with you know the one that made me cry, Enzo and Cass. Oh, oh Mike, let let me tell you something. They're <laughs> no, not over. I have to say, Enzo and Cass was what we expected—a huge emotional match. Yeah. Even though it was a squash. It did its job by getting our attention and putting our emotions on the front seat. It wasn't even about, hey, this match is going to be great. Oh, we're going to see a lot of high spots. No, it wasn't even about that. It was about emotion because we saw a tag team grow like brothers and then turn on, well, Kaz turning on him. and, And then we saw the explosion at Great Balls of Fire and, if you go onto WWE.com, you actually will be able to see a video of Enzo being taken to the backstage area, injured, crying, and, and that makes you even hurt more. Yeah, I mean, I think they were a fabulous tag team, so 
you know, it just came so unexpectedly, and I think it took Enzo completely off guard, and no one, you know, even, no one likes to be, you know, turned on, or especially backstabbed by someone you thought was your brother or sister for a long time, so, um, yeah, you know, they got everyone really invested in it, and um, they're not over that they're not together anymore. You know, if there's one team that referenced family a lot is you and I, Red. I'm going to answer for you here, too. But, Red, what if I turned on you? Would, what would you feel? Would you feel as bad as Enzo? Damn right, but I probably wouldn't cry so much if I just <laughs> beat you up. <laughs> well, listen, you don't know that. I'm retired. You can't touch me. I'm elderly. Sure. <laughs> I'm an elderly man. Leave me alone. Uh, plus, Harry Hansen, you know, look at the looks. But uh, but if you were ever to turn your back on me, Vel, uh, Velvet, um, again, you, we every all of our listeners know that I see you like a sister, so I have to say it will hurt. I don't think it, I will feel just as affected as Enzo did, I guess, because Enzo and Kath had a longer relationship, per se. And, and I'm not saying because you and I have had such a short time together, but I feel like Enzo and Kath reached a different level because it's like, damn, you feel bad for Enzo. Yeah, I mean, they fought together. You know, they were there side by side through NXT. You know, they both moved up to the main roster together. So, of course, it's going to be, you know, feel like a really bad stab in the back because they came and they did it together. And all of a sudden, you know, Cass decides that he needs to go his own way. Well, what, like going back to backstabbing, don't you ever backstab me. Don't you dare get any ideas. You're good. <laughs> I don't backstab anyone. <laughs> You're not going to turn heel on me? You're not going to uh, raise your arms in the air and say, I'm big uh, red. I'm big red. Nah. I like the gum. Nah. <laughs> but, uh, but, hey, but great match to start off with. Uh, another great match that shocked, obviously, um, the wrestling world because a lot of people were like, oh, Alexa Bliss, Alexa Bliss, because the constant hating continues on the poor girl and about how she doesn't deserve to be champion and how she's very un- not talented. Let me say for the record, last night proved how good she is against uh, Sasha Banks. And just the fact that I love how the women are being portrayed even more now on television is even more better. Like before you had your one-on-one matches, then they evolved to the iron woman matches. And then from the iron woman matches, uh, you had your three-way dances and then three-way dances to your fatal force to the fatal force. Then you went up to a women's money in the bank match. And now on NXT, you saw a last women's standing match between Oscar and Nikki cross and now last night, it was kind of teased that there's going to be a no holds barred match possibly between Sasha and Alexa Bliss coming up soon. I mean, um, despite the naysayers and the haters for Alexa Bliss, you know, uh, I got to give props to both of them. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, I feel a lot for both of them. They are, uh, you know, very small, petite women like me, you know, and it's not easy being that tiny in the business, but uh, that was far from what they were last night. I think they had an outstanding match, and I think that they're both here to prove that women can take it to another level, and I'm proud of both of them. I think they're doing great. 
Red, I'm telling you right now, the day you enter the WWE, <laughs> what would you actually, what stipulation would you be wanted? Like, I, let's say you're three years into the WWE. Let's hypothetical. You're three years into the WWE contract. You're having matches. All of a sudden, finally, you have a stipulation match. Which stipulation will you want to be your first? Um, I think in, in general, in my career, I would like to experience a TLC match. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Would you even do it like in the independence uh, if, if, if it were yeah. possible? Definitely. Oh, guys. Hello, bookers. <laughs> uh, but no, that that's a great idea. TLC. Uh, uh, oh, God, we're having technical difficulties again. Uh, great. Fantastic. <sighs> okay. Hello. Hello. Uh, testing. One, two, three. Testing. One, two, three. And our audio lady can disappeared on us. <laughs> Don't you love live radio? Of course. <laughs> Super unexpected. You never know what you're gonna get. I just go with the flow. Nothing's wrong with that. That just shows how real we are. How we can bounce back. All right. Let let me test something live with you folks. Uh, let's see here. Lorraine, are you there? Yes, I'm here. All right, perfect. You can hear us. Have a nice one. Thank you. <laughs> All right, so <laughs> live audio test on live radio. Anyway, so as we were saying, um, so you would basically take a TLC match yeah. as your first choice is what you're saying. Yeah. Uh, as your first stipulation, per se. Yeah. But uh, go, moving forward... Which, by the way, that would be fantastic. I would love to see you in a TLC match, just for the record. But uh, for for other little situations that happened throughout the night, a lot of people were not too satisfied that uh, Finn Balor did not have a match on the card. Uh, also, some news. Apparently, there's rumors speculating that Sheamus and Matt Hardy were injured last night during their 30-minute Iron Man. Yeah. I mean, towards the end of the match, I definitely saw a lot of blood coming out so not exactly sure where or from who it came from who got injured first but there was definitely blood towards the end of the match well mind you i have to say yeah it, it could have been an accident like accidents happen in wrestling it, it's yeah, it's a definitely. sport definitely you know it's same thing that happens in football basketball etc uh even if it wasn't an accident or even if it was that shows the passion that these guys have that they're literally Throwing it all out there. Yep. You cannot disrespect that. And, and mind you, I feel like Great Balls of Fire showed a lot of giant balls, no, balls <laughs> last night. You know, it's no pun intended. A lot of people were, like, making fun of the pay-per-view by saying dangling, you know, I know this is a PG show, but I have to throw this opinion. Dangling balls and all that stuff. They were making fun of it by calling it, like, a, a penis. But the the but the point is is that yeah you can make fun of it, but the fact of the matter is they showed you they had great balls of fire. Yeah. No pun intended. <laughs> so it, it's I loved the entire pay per view. Now a, another match they were hating on was Samoa Joe and Brock Lesnar. 
Sorry to interrupt you, George, but um, that match, I mean, maybe I was just way too hyped from all the, the whole ruckus party of the uh-huh. of the pay-per-view, but I mean, I, I, for the main event, expected more. I, in my opinion, in my opinion. I respect it. I wanted more. Okay, can can I rebuttal with my own opinion? Of course. Basically, what did you expect out of two super heavyweights? Fight. A legit fight. I felt like, to me, it was too short. Not enough emotion. Like, I wanted a fight, man. Like, these two are two really big dudes, MMA. Like, I wanted, like, ground and pound and holds. Like, you know, I wanted to be on my feet. This is the main event. And I think, like... Well, it just ended too quickly, and but to me it was expected. I mean, I don't get me wrong. I was mm-hmm. going for Samoa Joe all the way, but I think it was just way too predictable towards the end that we knew Brock was just going to end it. But, but okay, but and I'm not the – by all means, your opinion is your opinion. I, I respect it. But basically, they're not going to give you everything on their first match. What if tonight on Raw they have a main a rematch? To me, once again, in my opinion, I think the way it ended, it ended in a way that wasn't like in the movies. Like when, in the movies, yeah. when a movie ends, you know there's going to be a sequel. They mm-hmm. put it that way, but I don't see a second match coming out of what was what happened last night. Well, I, I'm going to admit on something, and is what I was telling you all the way into the pay per view. We had this conversation constantly, saying that this match we're going to see blood. We're going to see stiff fights. We're going to see a lot of stuff. Yes, you're right. We did not see none of that. Just sweat. Huh? Well, <laughs> both of them can sweat, man. I, I'll give them that. But it was still a good match nonetheless because both of them showed a technical side to their personality and to their character. Because Samoa Joe is, quote, unquote, the destroyer. He has injured people. He has fought people. He has submitted people. He's injured people. He's ended people's careers. Same thing for Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar has bloodied people. He's knocked people out. He's done this. He's done that. But at the end of the day, last night, even though the match started heavy with a bunch of punches, it still ended up being a technical bout. And it was like, wait a minute. Like you were saying, I expect punches, kicks, blood. You guys are wrestling. There's, I mean, there's, there's nothing wrong with that. I don't yeah. take away from the match. I'm not saying it is not coming out of my mouth like that match was bad. No, no, no. I think they had so much heat leading up to the pay-per-view that I wanted more. I got left at the edge of my seat, and yeah. that's it. That's my only... Uh, no, I, I agree with you because I'm in the same boat. It is a dream match that a lot of people wanted to see happen ever since Joe was signed to the WWE at the same time as Lesnar. So uh, I agree with you. Like, to this day, when Joe was signed to NXT, he used to tweet on Twitter saying, I want Lesnar at WrestleMania. And we got it at Great Balls of Fire, which was a minor pay-per-view, but we still got it. So, yes, I I see where you're coming from. Now, mind you, we'll talk more about this in a few, but we definitely have to contact our guest of the evening, I'm talking about the gorgeous ladies of, of wrestling original, Roxy. Are you ready for this one? Yes, I'm excited. All right, let's go ahead and reach out to Miss Roxy in just a sec. Live radio. 
I need commercials on this show. Yeah. <laughs> like audio commercials or something. Do, 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 do. Hello. Hello, uh, Ms. Roxy? Uh, yes, it is. Hello, Ms. Roxy. You're on Russell City Radio with myself, George Alonzo, and Red Velvet. How are you? I Oh, that's who Red Velvet was. Yeah, I just got that friend request. I'm like, who's that? <laughs> <laughs> Hi, guys. <laughs> Nothing personal, oh. but I love Red Velvet. <laughs> uh, uh, wait, do you like Red Velvet, the wrestler now, or do you like Red Velvet, the cake, or do you like both? <laughs> okay, I, I have to admit, it was the name about the cake that got my attention, and then I looked at her, and we had a, a lot of mutual friends, and then now I like Red Velvet, whoever she is, the wrestler. She's a wrestler, right? Yes. Yes, ma'am. Okay, is. see, I did look at you. Yeah. I did look at you, so yes. <laughs> well, look at that. Red Velvet already coming across with glow. And, yeah. and, and <laughs> So, Roxy, uh, first and foremost, I want to say thank you so very much for your time. It's a complete honor to speak with you. You're, you're pretty much a, a, a staple in the world of women's wrestling, and I want to say thank you very much for taking your time to come on. Okay, but I have to say it's honor to be on your show. So thank you for asking. And as much as you guys, I mean, the fact that we're, I'm even here talking ab about GLOW or anything related to GLOW, to me it's always an honor to be asked. And I don't turn anybody down, just so you know. But I think it's great that you guys reached out to me. And I loved all the posters you put up. I loved the combination. That was great. Uh, well, I'm so happy because, hey, we have to uh, show the people, you know, everything in this world of professional wrestling. Because, like, the, the thing about – and, Roxy, maybe you could tell me a story on this situation. Uh, because, mm -hmm. obviously, you used to uh, tie the boots. You used to go out there and wrestle and, and so on and so forth for glow. A lot of fans nowadays, like, when a fan, per se, sees that wrestler in a restaurant or in a mall or in a store, like – that person is not human to them. They, that person is still the wrestler that they play on TV. So right. did, that ever, did that ever happen to you while you, of course, were wrestling for GLOW, where you went out to dinner or you went out to a mall or get your hair done, where people would come up to you and say, oh, my God, it's Roxy. So, like, you kind of felt like, hey, am I this character 24-7? Okay. Well, to be honest, I wish I could, I could just say, yeah, I walked out and they said, yeah, that's Roxy Astor. Yeah, but I never got that because underneath that red hair with glitter was a bad bleach job <laughs> with permed hair that nobody really recognized. <laughs> so I wish I could say yes, but no, they didn't. And when I went out to, to party with one of the bad girls or a couple of them, Beastie and Daisy, even though we weren't supposed to, I walked out in Vegas. Uh, in a black leather skirt, always wearing black and boots. So I was totally opposite of the Roxy character. To this day, I look at my videos and I'm like, who is that? <laughs> uh, well, <laughs> I'm just laughing at the situation uh, about that. Because yeah. Sometimes I look at my old videos uh, when I used to, uh, to work and I'm like, wait a minute, I'm not a woman hater. How, how the hell did I ever play that character off? 
or like it, it right like well I, I think we get we get caught up in our characters and and that's what it is which means you were playing your part well and i i i've never been to new york i'm from auburn washington <laughs> and i had to pretend like even to reporters that I'm Roxy Astor, one of the Park Avenue knockouts, and I had no clue what I was doing. I wasn't an actress. What, I have no clue. It just came out of nowhere, but I just knew I had to be there on that set. I had to be on this great show. So, Well, mind you, when you were actually called in to, uh, to wrestle for GLOW, you were actually, if I'm correct, a replacement for uh, Tina Ferrari. Uh, Wait, hold on, I'm choking. Okay, go ahead. (laughs) 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 See, I've always wanted to be a bad girl. I'm sorry, that comes out sometimes. Oh, so you're a natural born heel. Is that what you're saying? I am such. I have a story to tell you that will definitely prove it. Yeah, so go ahead, finish. I had to get that out of the way, okay. <laughs> no, now I actually want to hear the story about this natural born You caught me off guard here. Well, what's the story? Okay. All right, now you said when I was called in. Oh, no, no, no. I called in because I was a fan of GLOW. I would watch it every Saturday morning after what was known as WWF, and I turned it on just like you guys did and, and thought, what is this show? It is amazing. And guess who my favorite was? It was Tina Ferrari and, and of course, Hollywood. And I'm like, this is just so cool. And then, like, on the bottom of the screen, I said, do you want to be a glow girl? So I just sent in a picture, and I got in a black leather skirt and gloves next to a Harley. And I'm like, I'm already telling them what character I'm going to be, damn it. So (laughs) this is what I'm going to be. And uh, I got called in. There was, like, 3,500 girls that tried out, and they said, get to uh, Las Vegas in the next week, and then that was it. You know, I was in Vegas. You know, you can't go into any place and demand or, or put a suggestion in, especially when you did that with Matt Simber. You want to put a, suggest, a suggestion in, then you know what? You're going to get, <laughs> like, the opposite. But I I really wanted to be a heel. So the story is I wanted to be a heel so bad. That's why I think I look back at some of my, my videos and where I'm doing my kicks and I'm really getting into them, and all of a sudden I'll pose and I'll smile like, hey, I did that, but hey, this is who I am. <laughs> and uh, Dimanche and I did a match where we reversed characters. So I finally oh got to be, do you remember that one? Yes, I remember. And the spell. Okay, my favorite, I just talked to Dementia for the first time last week in a long time. And I let her know because we showed something on the Afterglow cruise. We showed that match and everybody was laughing. And my thing that I always say that Dementia played Roxy Astor better than I ever did and did not say one word, used her her face, her eyes, her gestures, and she blew me out of the water playing my own character. But I got to play a bad girl, which, yeah, it wasn't exactly the bad girl I wanted to play because I couldn't say a word, and obviously you you can tell I like to talk. (laughs) So I had to be the dementia character as as you know, as good as I could do, which was really hard for me, but I, you know what? It worked. And she was so funny. And she said it was her favorite match of all times because she got to be out of her character that she's usually kind of like walking around like a zombie, you know? So yeah. that was actually both of our favorite matches. 
Well, mind you, like I, we're going to talk about this a little later on the show because I'm pretty sure you're also very opinionated about the Netflix series that just came out. Uh, no, right now, not at all. Uh-uh. <laughs> no, no I, I, because I, like, I could only imagine all you glow girls, you know, the original glow girls uh, watching this new series come on. And I'm like, like to, when I was watching it, okay, Roxy, when I was literally watching it, right. I would be... I would literally be watching on my couch, and I'm there like, okay, so who am I picturing here as the Russian? Who am I picturing here as Mount Fuji? Who am I picturing here as Big Mama? And I didn't see none of those original, like, no. Well, then again, I did see kind of a side reference of Mount Fuji. I think it was. Uh, oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and Brittany Young, I, hey, I got to give her props. She, she was actually my favorite. In, in the whole uh, series, Netflix series, I thought she was amazing. Just had this genuine, uh, genuine thing, just like Mount Fiji did. And I was very drawn to her character. So I actually loved her in that role. Well, yeah, like I, I think she, what was she known? Um, I'm trying to remember her on-screen character name. Um, because it had something to do with it. or something or... Yeah, Machu Picchu. Yeah, Machu Picchu. Yeah, like that was the closest of reference to to pretty much the original glow that I saw. Even though the main actor, uh, the main, um, yeah, the main actress was kind of complying with the Russian as well uh, that we saw in the original glow as well. So, right, and, right. So, well, before I continue talking about this uh, new Glow series, again, we're going to talk about that a little later. Uh, but, but let, yeah, let me say something, though, too, because I had a lot of fans that when the first posters came out, they go, oh, my God, that's you with the red hair and the green outfit. That's so you. And, and for a year, like the moment that the Glow Netflix was, was mentioned, the fans were going, I see you. I see this. And then we see the one, uh, Sheila Shewolf, like, that's dementia and gremlin are wrapped into one. So, I mean, I think the fans were kind of having fun. And then you had Godiva Britannia, Britannica, and then there was a mention of the white horse and stuff. So, you know, there were, you know, things related to that. And, and I think the fans, they enjoyed that. They either did oh, yeah. or they didn't, they, or they were pissed, either way. <laughs> well, again, <laughs> I, I enjoyed it. And as a matter of fact, I'm hoping for a season two, and I'm hoping to see some of the original Glow Girls being casted for it, actually. So uh, in a perfect world, welcome to Hollywood. And you know what? Honestly, I want Santa Claus to come down my chimney and give me presents. Okay. That's what I want. Are you trying to say Santa ain't real? Uh, uh, I want the Easter bunny. I want the Easter bunny to drop off eggs. Okay. <laughs> Why didn't you tell me Santa did not exist? I'm not saying that. No, but I thought Santa really existed. Yeah, 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 yeah. He, 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 he or she does. He or she does. Yay! I still get my gifts anyway. But so, so Roxy, let me ask you this because, of course, with your Roxy character and dementia and Mount Fuji and all that stuff, I know you. I have to correct you though. It is. Mount Fiji. We got to give her respect. Mountain uh, okay. Fiji. Yeah. Well, okay. So I apologize to the fans, Mount Fiji. But basically, uh, you know, when it comes to this situation, uh, Roxy, because like you said, you like to talk. 
and and no you and, and heels love to talk trust me i was a heel i if someone gave me a microphone look at me now if someone gave me a microphone I, i'm like the energizer bunny i just don't stop yeah i'm like i'm like shut up already ask me the questions <laughs> Hey, from one heel, from one heel to another. Jeez, dude, really? <laughs> that, that, uh, Red, you're in trouble because you're surrounded by heels right now. Oh, all right. <laughs> you're surrounded by heels because Red Velvet is a face. So I'm just saying. But uh, Rod, <laughs> what, what kind of character would you have liked to play? Like, say, if the control was in your hands, what kind of uh, character would you like to have played if if the control was there? Uh, you mean like in Glow, what type of character? Yeah. Uh, I would say I, I'd want to be like Hollywood's cousin, you know, mixed between, well, I was too old to be a jailbait type, but like Hollywood's cousin or something and, and, and stir up stuff. Because you, when you're a heel, you get to do so many more moves and you get to get away with so much more. And then, you know, when we were doing our matches, oh, you can't do that or you can't do that. And I'm like, well, this sucks, you know. <laughs> So I definitely related to Hollywood. Uh, for, you know, believe it or not, for a second there, when you said Hollywood, I almost said, mm -hmm. "Oh, you liked Hollywood Hogan," but no, I I turned back time and I said, "Oh, Hollywood." Oh no, no, no! It's this is the Hollywood from Glow, Hollywood and Vine. Oh, oh yeah, Holly, man! I would never, <laughs> I, I, listen, I, I'm going to be very honest with you. When I was a little kid, when I was starting to get to know about uh, the term or the definition of having a Hollywood crush, I, I would, uh -huh. I was, I was like a Hollywood crush. Yeah, I, I was. I, I'll admit it on radio. I, I had. Yeah. A, a, but but basically, you know, going back to to also serious talk here, Roxy, like women's wrestling. You know what? What I was telling Red before you came on, like one mm -hmm. fans can talk women's wrestling all they want. They could talk from all the way from Fabulous Moolah to to of course Trish Stratus to the current Sasha mm -hmm. Banks. They could mention mm -hmm. as many names as you want. But one thing that never leaves the fans, uh, you know, mind is Glow. So can yeah. you tell us? Yeah. Can, can you tell us about how Glow kind of like? defined women's wrestling today? Well, you know, and, and you know, respects to um, Mae Young and, and Moolah and all the ones that came before us, you know, um, and without them, honestly, there would be no glow. And, you know, talking to Matilda, who back then had to, she wrestled a bear because she, this is Matilda the Hun, because she couldn't wrestle uh, a man. So, I mean, things have turned and things have changed. So, I mean, without Glow, we hear this all the time, too. In fact, there was an article uh, from Kurt Angle in regards to if it wasn't for Glow or something that, you know, there wouldn't be like the divas or that type, um, you know, coming up. So it was something so different and so unique, you know, because you had your WWF at the time and then you had us. And, and just the name was so like, because you have WWF and it's, uh, what is it, Wrestling uh, World Federation until it got changed. Then you had Glow, the Gorgeous Ladies of Wrestling. It just had the name. It had the, the spark. And it just, I'm telling you, I can walk into a party and go, 
glow and they'll go, what, gorgeous ladies of Ra-? People just know mm-hmm. that name, you know. And sure, glow had a lot to do with what the women are doing today, like Moolah and Mae Young had a lot to do with what, what, what we did. And even who is a gorgeous, George and all them, they, you know, everything combined together, including the girls, you know, in NXT and WWE, you know, it's just, it, this is the way it's supposed to be. You know, it's evolving, it's changing, and it just, I think it's empowering more women like like you, Red Velvet, my favorite cake. <laughs> you know, I think it's so awesome. And I even go, I, and you can tell I watch, you know, I watch wrestling to this day because I'm digging the whole thing with what's going on with these women. I'm like, this is great. And, and if you think about it, Glow lasted four years, that, and that's a good time. But imagine, and this is what I heard, this is a rumor, that Vince wanted to buy Glow, but Glow was done. Imagine if Glow would have made it through, you know, the whole way through like WWF did turning into WWE. I don't think it would have had such an impact. I don't know how NXT or any else, you know, it just, it, it was there, it made its mark, and then it disappeared, and hello, we're back again. Yeah. So. Well, well, mind you, with that being said about Vince trying to, because that's a, that's a, oh my God, like, you should have seen my face when uh-huh. you mentioned it. I, I'm like, wait. Will what? you take a picture and send it to me? <laughs> <laughs> um, and there's uh, no Santa Claus. There's no Santa Claus picture face. <laughs> hold on, uh, Red, you. I'm going to go ahead and do that for you once. <laughs> I want two of those. <laughs> oh, there, I, I took a selfie and, and Red's right behind me. But I'll send this to you after the, after the show because I suck at multitasking. So I can. I can yeah, I do too. I, I would, yeah, I'd probably like disconnect the call. So I got you. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so with, that, with that being said, Roxy, with you mentioning that because of the situation that you were saying, like Vince wanting to buy a glow, like say yeah. hypothetically with Vince being like the multi-billionaire and genius in the world of professional wrestling, most likely, mm-hmm. you know, with him doing the whole women's thing, like, do you think, how, how do you feel like if glow was still around today, do you feel like how would glow kind of like evolutionize in the product of today? That's funny, and I always kind of thought about that. I just don't think it would have been the same, you know, and that's it's kind of like the remake of the Rocky Horror Picture Show. Don't do it. <laughs> Dirty Dancing, don't do it. Um, it was back there. It was perfect. It was the 80s. We got away with the glitter, the shoulder pads. We got away with that. And it to, you know, would have been interesting. Hey, that could be a really good movie. Oh, boy, I better copyright that. To see what would have happened if Glow would have came up to right now. You know, that that could be an interesting thing. But, you know, who who knows? It, I just don't think that um, the Diva Division, uh, I don't think it would have been the same. I just think, it, you know, they had a, a Glow had an influence. But I just don't feel like Glow would have had the impact as it does now if it didn't stop at the four-year. Ah, yeah, good point. Because... Uh, yeah. Mind you, mind you, like I believe um, a couple of years ago, uh, I think it was maybe three, four, or maybe a little bit more uh, years ago. Mm-hmm. No, I, I actually take it back. It was more than five. It was like about 10 years ago. There was an organization yeah. known as WOW, uh, Women of Wrestling. Mm-hmm. 
and it right. was kind of a very big time resemblance of Glow. Like you had Becky, the farmer's daughter. You had the teacher. You had the Hollywood star known as Lana Star at that time. Uh, you right. Had the cheer, you had the cheerleaders. So WoW was right. kind of like a, I, I don't want to say a knockoff or a copy or whatever of Glow. Oh, okay. I've got my answer for you. I've got it all ready for you. Okay. okay. WoW is, is uh, David McLean's baby. David McLean was the one that, you know, who was in GLOW, the announcer in GLOW. So that was made. So that's why you had that feel of wow. And, in fact, I went to a wow show, I think it was maybe six months ago. And it was like I, I, you kind of had that vibe of GLOW because, it, you know, originated, like, from David McLean. Just like with Wrestlelicious, you have Johnny C. I don't know if you remember Wrestlelicious. Um, that still had that vibe of, of GLOW because he was, you know, in GLOW. So you do, and I think WOW got picked up, I read, um, by Lucha El Rey Network. So they got picked up yeah. by El Rey because uh, Lucha Underground went over to Netflix. So it's going to be kind of interesting to see, and you know, because I know there's a lot of indie wrestlers that are in WOW, and, and Velvet, I don't know if, Red Velvet, right? Red Velvet? Yes, yes. Are you part of WOW? Are you anything Not with yet. WOW? or? Not yet. Well, uh, open your mouth, you. girlfriend. You need to get over there. Get <laughs> over you. there. Tell them Roxy Astor sent you, okay? <laughs> oh, I definitely will. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I went there with Matilda the Hun to watch the WOW show, and it was really, it was fun. It was a lot of fun. So you do see influences from WOW because of that and, and also with Wrestlelicious. But then again, I'm going to say there's only one glow. You know, like if you and I went to a party, like all of us, we all went to a party and we just happened to mention Glow. I'm going to say like, even especially right now because of the Glow Netflix, almost everybody is talking about it, you know, especially now because of the Netflix series. Yep. Hey, that's the truth. Like, uh, so let's I go to a party and we'll do that. Okay, you guys? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> hey, before, before I turn over the mic, actually. Uh, uh -huh. or if she has any comments, questions, I don't know. Uh, I, I obviously can't read minds. If that's the case, <laughs> I would have won the lotto a long time ago. But basically, yeah, uh, you and me both. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, 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 Roxy, I have to ask you on, on this case. Um, now that you're mentioning party, I want to talk a little bit about the afterglow cruise. Uh, which, oh, yeah, the, the, the fans have this opportunity of a lifetime to spend a cruise with the original glow girls and right like the little kid in me is saying oh my god how and uh -huh. can i buy my ticket yeah i want to sign up <laughs> and, and and what is the grow what is the grown man saying oh crap i got to pay my bills <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah i want to say yeah okay <laughs> Look, um, this is the Afterglow Cruise. This one's going out of New York to the Bahamas. And last year we had 11 original Glow Girls. One of them was Hollywood. I got Tina Ferrari and Ashley. They were there. Um, we have our staples like Debbie Dallas, Angel, Gremlina, um, Beastie was there, Sunny was there. Uh, there was 11 Glow Girls there. And I have to bring back, though, something to the first cruise we were at, though. Okay, we're on Facebook with, with our, our fans, and we're talking to them. 
So imagine like we are like walking up to, to the cruise ship and then we're in line, like the glow girls and we're looking and we're recognizing these fans from Facebook. The glow girls were more excited to see the fans than the other way around. I'm like, oh, my God, there's Sylvester Bowler and Willie Fryson and Diana Prince and, oh, my God, Sean. So I totally, I'm using this word, I totally marked out for our fans. Yeah. I know that's weird. <laughs> but I did. I'm like, it's you. And, and wait, it's you. I know I'm not supposed to do that, but I totally did. And that's, that's, uh, that was worth everything. And then um, – and we had a good turnout for the first one, and, and there was no Glow Netflix back then going on. So I had to tell everybody, hey, we're going to have a great time, and I don't, you know, and I planned some events, but I don't, you know, I didn't really know what I was doing, but it was amazing. We booked our last cruise. We had Joya Bruno from Expose, who gave a private concert. Now, this year, March 4th through the 11th, from New York, which is going to be a Bon Voyage party, which is going to be amazing. And uh, it's going to be a week in, in the Bahamas. We're going to the Bahamas. We're going to pass the Statue of Liberty. And it's going to be unlike anything you have ever witnessed. I don't know if you've seen the pictures. I can't, I can't explain. And I get so excited when I talk about it. Just the feeling and the vibe you get. Because, I mean, you are partying with the Glow Girls. We are not locked up in our rooms. If you're in your room, I'm knocking on your door and I'm dragging you out. Let me put it to you that yeah. way. And you're coming out with me and we're going dancing. So it, it's not like that. And I know, you know, you're not supposed to interact with the talent. And I, you know what? Screw that. Interact with us. Have a good time with us because that's what it's about. And it's kind of turned into more or less like a family. And I hear from people that's not supposed to happen. Well, you know what? I'm not normal. So this is going to happen. This is the Afterglow, and it started off as the Afterglow fan party, and now it's the Afterglow Cruises. So, oh, by the way, you get a free drink package on this one. Hey. Hey. And that's worth it. And the prices start, I think, at like eight forty nine, you know, per person. But your drink package is worth like $600, and they're paying for gratuities on your drink package. So even if you don't drink, you can get alcohol. Is, did I say that right? No yeah. alcohol in your drinks. And, you know, and it's worth it because everything adds up. So, and all of the, uh, the Afterglow entertainment is included. You also have on the ship, you have Broadway shows. You have, like, bingo, and you have, like, and actually to play bingo with a glow girl is pretty fun. Yeah. <laughs> Bingo and tequila was the best time of the cruise. <laughs> so, I mean, it, it's just, it's amazing. So, you know what? Look and see. Like, I think it, it's like a $100 deposit until Friday, and you can make payments all the way up until, um, I think, November. It is so worth it. And if you're on Facebook, you'll see the pictures, and you see how excited people are. That makes it worth it because every time I'm going, what the heck am I going to do now? How am I going to top that? But for some reason with the fans and the excitement, it's topped. And this is our third one. So, so I'm sure you guys will put the website up, right? www.afterglowatsea.com. So I have the, the flyer for that. And Cruise Planners is the best. Donald Goodland has helped me all the way and talked me into these <laughs> for the last three years. So big shout out to Donald Goodland. 
So, so let me get this straight and tell me if I got this correctly because I want to. I, I, I'm personally writing all this down because I, this is something I'm not going to miss, especially if Hollywood is again on that cruise. Because what I told you, Roxy, I hope, man, if Hollywood hears this radio, oh my God, I'll be the most embarrassing person. On okay, if you thought Hollywood was hot then, she's even hotter now. I'm just saying. She walks around in a bikini and I want to go hide. <laughs> um. Uh, yeah, I might. Yeah. Have to, <laughs> Red, you might have to go on my behalf because. All right, pick get... pick up your jaw, pick up your jaw right now and finish. <laughs> I, I don't know. I might have to uh, faint on this one if I saw Hollywood in person. But okay, so just to make sure I got this correctly, it's yeah. Afterglow, uh, AfterglowCruise.com. Uh, no, it's afterglowatc.com, afterglowatc.com. And I'll give you, I'll send you over a flyer from uh, okay. that, that we have that we posted. All righty. Well, yeah, and, that's perfect. And they can see all the information. But there's going to, um, like I said, there, I, I keep throwing like these little things out. Like we're having a masquerade ball. And I, and I haven't, I haven't announced this yet, but I'm going to announce this on your show first. You guys get the first announcement on this. You want it? Or should I save it for the next radio interview? Do you want yeah. it? No, no, save it for the okay, next I, No, of course. <laughs> okay, I'm a bad girl. Beg for it. <laughs> uh, 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 Just say, please. Okay, we're going to do something called uh, – the Afterglow Gong Show. <laughs> no way. The Afterglow Gong Show. What? Gong wait, wait, Show. Uh-huh. What, what is going on here? Is this even a... It, okay. This, if you know what the Gong Show is, this is our version of the Afterglow Gong Show. So we have judges, which will be the Glow Girls, and, and the people that will be doing the entertainment will have to entertain us in regards to something Glow. So um, there's going to be a lot of competition, a good prize, but the Afterglow Gong Show. So that is the first that I've ever announced it. Huh. Drum roll, drum roll, bum, bum, bum. I know you're speaking. Uh, I, I'm like, uh, huh. <laughs> if I wasn't sold before, I'm sold now because, I, like, my nickname in high school was Curious George, like the monkey. So right Okay, now, hold on, hold on. I have one more thing to say. Hollywood looks great in a bathing suit. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, I I tend to do that too when I get interviewed. So <laughs> I, I, I'm like Roxy, why are you doing this to me? You know, we we Be, because I be, because I can. <laughs> <laughs> Red over here is giving yes. me the biggest smile because she lost our bet yesterday, and uh, and mm -hmm. mind you, she had, she had to eat a complete cookie for it. But now she's giving this me this evil smile. She's like, "Ah, oh, I'm getting you back, you ass." Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Tell her I'm I'm high fiving her over there. Okay, women power. Yes, <laughs> found it. So, but wow, uh, man, you are teaming up on me. <laughs> I, I'm feeling burn over here. But, uh, so, okay. I, I'm no, Roxy, in all seriousness, I'm going to look into this because I really do not want to miss this. Yeah. Um, I'm actually already, I was looking up on my phone, uh, airplane tickets, uh, just to see about that, uh, to how mm -hmm. to get to New York. But I, I'm definitely not going to, if the opportunity is there, 
like uh, okay. work work wise and everything. I you I could guarantee you ninety nine point nine percent sure that I will make it happen. I will be there. That so, that would be I, great. You will you will not regret it. You will have the time of your life. I don't think we've had one complaint. The only complaint we had on the first cruise was. This was way too short. <laughs> like they wanted, people were crying when we left. I mean, it's they were crying. It was it was horrible, but in a good way, horrible. I'm like, okay, I think I think we nailed this. We did something. We have something here. What if I? We did and you know what? And it was all the glow girls that did it. It's the girls that do it, not just one person. All the glow girls are amazing that attend these cruises. So, well, Roxy, I have an offer for you. A small little offer. If, okay. If, if I do end up going, or let's say we, yeah. if Red and I go, uh, yeah. basically, if we end up going, uh, I'll purchase my ticket, so on and so forth. But if I end up going, I am personally offering you during your gunk show that mm -hmm. Red and I will literally host a special edition on the cruise episode of Russell City Radio there with all you ladies. Oh, I'd love it. I would love it. And so Absolutely. I, with all you ladies, and basically yep. after you're done with your show, you guys will come over to my art table, and, and we'll just have fun. We'll party a little bit more radio style. Yeah. But no, you're going to be partying with us. you got to keep up with us. That's the problem here. I mean, you people think that we're older. Oh, no, no. People are like, we're up and early, and we're out partying, and, you know, oh, it's keeping up with us. Lord. Uh huh. Why do I see myself? And, and remember, what what happens on the ship stays on the ship, and unless I tell everybody. <laughs> uh, hold on, hold on. You just said the Las Vegas thing here, and I've yet to visit. Yes, Las I Vegas, did. And I've never, I've never been to Vegas, and I'm 35 years old. Well. Oh wow. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like no, no, you know what? No, because you're going to get a, a, a bit of a mix of Vegas since the Glow Girls were from Vegas, and then you get a mix of the cruise. So you're actually getting two for one. And we'll, yeah. and if you drink, we'll get, we'll get you drunk. So you'll really feel like you're in Vegas, and we'll roll you and take your money, okay? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you win, I swear. <laughs> I hear a female laughing back there. Is there a female laughing? That's red. That's red velvet. That's red velvet. That's just, okay. okay, but there is a casino on the ship, so you can at least feel like you're in Vegas. So how's that? That sounds perfect to me. I, I'm all for mm -hmm. it. Now, basically, yeah. I, have, I have to say, right now I'm predicting I'm probably going to walk into the cruise on my two feet, probably going to have to walk out on a freaking walker. I, I'm seeing it that now, right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that that's a good thing. But that's from so much dancing and fun. And all of us glow girls, by the time we're done, we're like skipping off the ship, just to let you know. So. <laughs> well, as long as, I, as long as I have you and, and Hollywood on my two arms, like just walking out of the cruise like that, I'm happy. I, I'm just, hey, oh, and Sunny. You, everybody loves Sunny, the California girl. And MTV, Eileen MTV. And she rocks whatever we do. Whatever we do on the ship, she just keeps the party going. She's amazing. And lightning, yeah. and lightning too. This is amazing. I, I love this conversation we're having about the Afterglow Cruise. But basically, uh, yeah, guys, make sure you purchase your tickets. It's 
is an amazing deal, mind you. It's for oh yeah, like, uh, a week and two days. Is, it, it, you know, if I'm counting correctly, only okay. Let let me let me just okay. Let me just give this to you real real quick too. Have you been on a cruise before? Yeah, I've been on a three day cruise to the bottom. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Do you love the idea? Because the first time I went on a cruise, that you when you're ordering dinner, that you can order like seven desserts <laughs> and as yeah, much food yeah. as you want. And if you start thinking about like, let's say you go to Vegas or you go to New York or something, you're walking out spending so much money for your food, for where you're sleeping and your entertainment, and it's all there. All the afterglow cruise stuff is all included. So even if people wanted to say, oh, you know what, I'll save 100 bucks and go – you know, uh, book the cruise, but you know what? You won't be able to get into our events unless you pay like, you know, three, $400. So it's worth to be a part of our party. And there well, is not, everybody when we're, oh, picture this. We're at dinner. And what do you think we're singing? We're the glow girls are standing up singing. We're the gorgeous ladies of wrestling. And everybody's looking at us. We had women looking at us like, who are these women? You can hear somebody go, they're wrestlers. And then she just <laughs> shut up. <laughs> Well, yeah, that that's actually kind of like what happened on the Netflix show when when they're like, oh, they're wrestlers. A lot of people didn't believe in them uh, when they met. Right, them. right, and, right. I kind of feel like you guys went through the same thing in a way. But before I continue, Roxy, I, we're having a great uh -huh. conversation. But uh, let me ask uh, Red real quick. Red, do you have any comments, questions that you want to say to Roxy while we keep on going? Uh, no, I'm just honored. I'm soaking it all in right now. I am very grateful for this experience right now and, you know, thankful for you coming on the show and, you know, helping me haze through that on a daily basis. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and I think it's, I think it's great, like, women like you that are, like, wrestling and keeping it going, but, you know, you're adorable and you need to be out there, girl. <laughs> thank you, thank you. You need to be someone, yeah. I mean, you're already somebody great, but... There's WOW, there's WWE, there's so much. But I think the indie circuit's very cool now, too. So I have to say that. I have a lot of fun watching those shows. There's just a, so many more opportunities for women than there has ever been for wrestling. And I think it's amazing. And that's for women like you, Red. Thank you. But, I mean, we couldn't have done it without you ladies first being, you know, putting out that stepping stone for us. So that's a big thing. Oh, thank you. Thank you. And you know what? And that's good to hear. And I'll let Matilda the Hun know because, to me, Icon, icon, legend, Matilda the Hunt, who gave her all and who's in a wheelchair, you know, to this day. And, you know, yeah. and that's, that's what happens. Things can happen in the ring. And, you know, so I'll let her know that. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, And speaking about mm -hmm. Matilda the Hunt and, and people like Mount, Mount Fiji, too, uh, those are, are women uh, that and ladies, per se, uh, respectful women in this business that even, again, I was mentioning how, you know, glow is in every sentence when you bring up the term uh, women's wrestling. Those are mm -hmm. two women that are constantly mentioned. Mount Fiji, Big Mama. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. You know, uh, Matilda the Hun. Like, it, it's, it, those are, like, big names. And that's coming from the fans' point of view, you know. Absolutely, uh, yeah. Now, now, let's hear it from the people who shared the same locker room as people with them. What, how did that right. affect you personally? Oh, gosh. I remember I went into GLOW as a fan. So I am a starstruck person looking around. And I even told this to Hollywood recently. When I saw her walking into the gym, I'm like, oh, my God. I'm like under my breath, you know, acting real cool. Oh, my God, it's Hollywood. And when I saw Mount Fiji, I was like, 
whoa, oh, I this was so surreal. You know, it was like just seeing a niche gun. I'm like, this is just so, you know, you got to keep calm. Like, yeah, I'm here. I'm meant to be here. And you're just kind of like fanning out. And I met Mountain Fiji is the sweetest, sweetest person in the world. And wherever we went, the fans loved her and she loved the fans and she does to this day. And now Matilda, I did not know her because she was in season one. And to me, she was like the staple between her and Mount Fiji and even Big Bad Mama, like those strong characters. I mean, because Big Bad Mama came in when I did, and she just had this presence about her. And, and you know, they're amazing, amazing, strong women. So uh, I think without having them in glow, it just would not have been the same. So Big Bad Mama is no longer here with us. But you know what? She was in my favorite match with me and Dementia, and she played like a big part. She was amazing. Well, you know, as a matter of fact, I, I'm thankful that you mentioned that, like, because when, when I found out about the passing of Big Bad Mama, it was kind of yeah. like, uh, a, a very, it kind of like someone stabbing me through the heart because. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, and that was me as a fan. You know, I, I, I can't speak for you, Roxy, because, again, you shared a locker room with her. But me as, as right. a fan, me as a fan, it really hurt because it's kind of like, you grew up idolizing this woman. Like, you right. became a fan of her work. Like, she literally right. described a heel woman. Like, and, and mm -hmm. I loved it. I loved it, yeah. loved it, loved it. And then also yeah. comes the, that one announcement you don't expect. Oh, Big Bad Mama has passed. It's kind of like the Eddie Well, and, and yeah, that's like anything. Like, when, when Prince died, when Michael Jackson is like, oh, no, because we go through everyday life. And people are dying every day, but it's just these are, are people that we look up to. And, you know, like uh, Big Bad Mama's daughter, Jerry, and she, I think she's going on the cruise too. I want her to do like something for the afterglow where, where she can share some of uh, like the pictures and something about that she was close to Big, you know, Big Bad Mama. And because she used to go to the ring with her mom back then. And her name was Mikey. And... I just remember her running around the ring. So we got to see her at the, the Glow documentary, and she's always been there uh, beside her mom. So I know that was, you know, when we lost her, that was hard. But, you know, everybody loved Big Bad Mama. And Mount Fiji, she, she's in a bed. Uh, I hate to say, we don't know where she's at. We hear she's okay. Nobody knows, and it's very frustrating for a lot of us and the Glow fans because we really have nothing to, to tell them. Um, Matilda Hun wrote a book called Glamazon Queen, My Life, Glitter, Guts, and Glory. That is amazing. It's about her whole life. It's on Amazon. You got to read this. You have to read this. She's got every character and globe broken down in the David McLean stories. And that it's going to blow you away, her book. But she's still going on and on. And, you know, she's still here and, and working and talking to fans. So to have, like, honestly, the last legend who's actually around the fans, I think is amazing. So it, it's just sad that we can't connect with Mount Fiji and it's sad that we lost Big Bad Mama. But we have Matilda no. here, who's still here. No, uh, agreed. And and you said it best. That that was an amazing way of saying it. And, and for I could write it down real quick here because I, I, I uh, you know, what the... <laughs> so I could write it down. I'm sorry, Red. <laughs> Red, if you're there, slap him in the head. Slap him. <laughs> he always says, 
four instead of so. Yeah, I, I, she, she's my sister. She's my grammar t- uh, teacher. She's everything. But, uh, but oh, you guys are great. You guys are great. You're fun. You're a lot of fun. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, let me make a quick announcement for people who are trying to call in. It's, again, it's not Red Velvet. It's not myself. Uh, it's our boss uh, from the radio server. Um, I see a couple uh, calls on queue here, uh, one from area code 817 and another one from 303. Guys, if you're listening right now, I appreciate you tuning into our show. Um, I'm only following the rules here of our boss. Please, uh, if you have a question or you want to get on the air, please message us at facebook.com backslash Wrestle City Radio. Again, it's on facebook.com wrestle city radio uh and and basically i'll bring you on for you could talk to uh to roxy but again this is not me i i promise it's uh it's a situation of my boss and uh something that happened uh, two weeks ago and i don't basically he doesn't want to do it again so uh eric (laughs) so yeah and i and i apologize to the fans trying to talk to roxy but you know we got to do what we got to do um, now going back to what we were saying, uh, the as far as the book, uh, for I could write it da- so I could write it down. I stopped uh-huh. myself half sure. Uh, what was the name of the book again? For uh, so I could write it down, please. Uh, Glamazon Queen, My Life, uh, Glitter, Guts, and Glory, and you can get it on Amazon. All right, perfect. I, I wrote it down. Thank mm-hmm. you so very much. Now, sure. Going- now, now going back to also, you know, talking more uh, about the, you know, women's wrestling and, and so on and so forth, like going back to what we kind of were talking about a little before, uh, you know, when people would say, hey, uh, who are they? They're actually wrestlers. And they'll be like, holy hell. <laughs> like a lot of right, people yeah. will, will be surprised that, hey, that person's a wrestler, uh, whether they're beautiful or they're this or that it's kind of like a lot of people judge a book by its cover until they're mm-hmm. told hey no they're really this so right. tell us about how that went for the glow athletes because i'm pretty sure it happened constantly with you ladies uh how, how did that take part uh, how did you guys uh rebuttal when it came to that okay are you saying how did how did we feel about it back then or how about now uh, both of back you then like. both of you okay like. i'll take you back back then okay we were like bad bad ass we thought okay we're wrestlers yeah we're walking into the clubs yeah we're wrestlers you know and um it was it was a cool thing but nobody quite knew because we were in vegas and there was not internet there was nothing and i'll be honest i i dropped it i would say yeah i'm a glow girl Uh uh-huh yeah you know (laughs) i'm a wrestler and and people would either love it or they would hate it now, as of now, um, it's like my three kids that are 28, uh, 26, and 22. And they think, they thought like back in, you know, growing up and stuff that it was the coolest thing around. And their teachers knew who we were. So now to this day, their friends and everything are saying, yeah, this is really cool. Your mom was Roxy Astor from GLOW. This is so cool. And, and, I, and I, like I said, I think the GLOW Netflix thing has a lot to do with it because I have done my first After GLOW show three years ago. And I have been, you know, doing the cruises. So maybe this will be the bump up that'll help bring the afterglow and bring the glow girls more, more out there. So always 
proud to be a wrestler. Always, always, never embarrassed about it at all. That and that's awesome, you know. So, like, yeah. the, I feel like the worst thing a person can be when they're in the wrestling business is someone that will be mm-hmm. embarrassed to be saying, "Hey, I'm a professional wrestler." Right. You know, I was a little embarrassed I mean, of my outfit, though. I mean, that thing hiked up way high. <laughs> I was a little embarrassed about that because when uh, the costumer brought it out, I'm like, uh, "Yeah, where is this going? On on what arm?" Yeah, no, <laughs> this is your outfit, Roxy. I'm like. Oh my God! So I started running like two miles a day. <laughs> <laughs> so well, mind you, like uh, a lot of people to this day, like uh, like they they even say that the look of women have changed throughout the years. As a matter of fact, before I go on with the looks uh, department, I want to talk to you about your. You mentioned your kids. Uh, I believe one of them uh, mm-hmm. is a daughter, if I'm correct. I'm not going to mention her name because that's private information. But do you did you ever want your your kids to follow in your footsteps in the wrestling business? Oh uh, wait, you don't. Do you know about my daughter or no? Uh, well, I don't want to mention anything. On okay, well I'll mention it. Okay, actually, my daughter is. Uh, her name's Kayla. And she's 26 years old. She was actually in Wrestlelicious when she was 18, and she played Juvie Hall. Now, granted, I flew out there with her when she um, when she did her first match, and I'm like, I was like dying for it because she's never done a match, and she's only 18 in front of people and being taped live. So she did a match with uh, I think it was cousin Cassie, and I sat back and I where it was Roxy Astor doing the prance in the ring. But before she went out, you know, in, in into the ring when she was in the audience, and she's 18, she sat on some guy's lap that was about 60 and started playing with his hair and then shoved him away. <laughs> I'm like, that's the character I wanted to be, damn it. So so she was she was good. And she had she had an audition with WWE uh I think it was maybe three years ago and got a maybe and I think got a little discouraged. I mean, if you want, if you get a maybe, a maybe is, is like a yes. It's not a no. And she made it through the whole audition and trained and she, you know, went all the way through and, and they really liked her. But, you know, it, this business is tough and it can be a little discouraging. A yes is a yes. But even if you get a yes, you can go on NXT and sit there for four years and be booted out. You have to play the game. You have to stay there. You have to fight for your spot. That's what I did back in Globe, is I fought hard for my spot, you know. And so she's actually the only daughter of a Globe girl that wrestles or that can wrestle or wants to be interested in wrestling. The only one out of all of us. So I think right there, there that could be something good for, you know, WWE to pay attention to since Naomi is glowing. Yeah. <laughs> no, right? No, uh, no, none whatsoever. <laughs> well, well, mind you, I have to mention this then. You know, in this case, uh, you, you mentioned some great advice. And, uh, like, uh, I'm pretty sure anyone that's listening that's a women's wrestler or training to be a women's wrestler or training to, in general, it could be even yeah. a guy, you could listen right. to that advice and take it and run with it. That is literally some great advice. And I thank you very much for sharing that, by the way, Roxy. But Oh, uh, you're welcome. I, I pay attention to NXT and WWE and indie wrestlers. I go to all the shows. I'm still fascinated by the women that show up even in the indie shows and put everything out there and put on a show, even if they're getting paid 50 bucks. I mean, to me, they're taking that bump, and that's serious, you know? 
So I'm glad that they're finally getting, you know, looked at and they're getting their time out there. So with that being said, also, mm-hmm. excuse me, I'm sorry. I, I caught, caught uh, something caught my throat. Sorry. Uh, basically, no, <laughs> now to get your hands off them. <laughs> Just stop choking them. <laughs> uh, yeah, she she loves to abuse me, but the, the yeah. But you mentioned a great advice that I also heard from a legend in Heidi Lee Morgan. Uh, mm-hmm. Heidi Lee Morgan probably had one of the most roughest times growing in the business when she had mentioned that the only re- uh, like she uh, I, when I interviewed her she shared a mm-hmm. story saying, "Hey, people used to talk." Sh- about me backstage saying I'm sleeping. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right. Just to get that that shot. And then the the reputation, the fight, the the war that she had to have with her peers, but not only her peers, Mm -hmm. but herself to prove people wrong, saying that, hey, I don't need to sleep with someone to get somewhere. I'm going to get there by my talent. That pretty much resembles the advice that you gave. And that's exactly how I did it. I, you know, I, I never, you know, well, you don't crap where you, where you eat, <laughs> so to speak. You know, I just, I went there and I put everything into it and I worked my, my character up and I worked really hard to get it. And you know what? It, it's, uh, you know, because you hear stories about Mua. You, you hear stories about her and stuff that she gave the women crap and stuff. Uh, and it's sad, but thank God things have changed. I don't know if it will always completely change because this is just the way the world is. So the only advice I can give is just be strong and, and stay true to yourself. And you don't have to do anything you don't want to do because I didn't. And I'm that, still that, here and became a, a, a good character. And so is it safe to ever say no in the wrestling business by any chance? To say no? Yeah, As like in... Like to say, for instance, if someone's pitching you a, a storyline, is it safe yeah. to say no if you are not feeling comfortable per se? No, no. And and how it was in Glow is, um, and I know it's different with everything. Uh, and I know you like WCW and all them. They went places that I'm like, you know, I'm looking going, whoa, how'd they get away with that? You know, and it was Glow. It, it was. I think a lot more cleaner than what happened with wrestling after it just took on a whole new thing. And now, now you see WWE and it's more kid friendly and it's more, you know, I love what they're doing, you know, with, um, with, with the kids and stuff. So I think there was a time back in WWE and WCW that it just got a little raunchy glow was just, you know, a little edgy, you know, you had your little, you had your Hitler stuff, you had your, you know, Sarah and Mabel stuff, you had, you know, it was edgy. Um, so we couldn't say no because we didn't really, it was us honestly kayfabing out. Um, we were writing our own matches. <laughs> <laughs> well, I even use terms. I'm doing this just for you to, to show off. So if I use it in the wrong way, you got to forgive me, okay? I'm showing off. And well, I haven't, the, I haven't been in the wrestling ring in about five, six years. So I well, uh, Velvet, if, if I do anything wrong, I'm sorry. No, <laughs> in <okay>. advance. 
Well, my, man, I, I'm loving this conversation. I really don't want to end this interview because I feel like this could go on for days. I, I feel like we haven't even scratched the surface of what we Okay, you know what? Then, then, then book the darn cruise and we'll finish it up, okay? Yes, that's what I'm <laughs> talking about. I, I, no, it, it's going to happen. I'm, I told you my ratio is 99.9% .9 sure that I'm going to be there. I just have to make sure that it's okay with everything else. <laughs> like I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha. you. But well, yeah, means, if you have fun here today, you got to times that times a million. And then and then with me, there are girls that are even crazier and, and funner. Funner, is that a word? If it's not, I just made it, than me. <laughs> These girls are amazing. They are amazing. See, I need somebody to, to correct my grammar. And if Godiva was around, she would be right there just going, oh, Roxy. <laughs> <laughs> well, Godiva to you is red velvet to me. Yep. Okay. All right. So we just tell them, shut up, leave us alone, okay? <laughs> yes. So, Rusty, you and I could be the tag team. We could be called the Grammar Assassins versus the the, <laughs> the Grammar Assassins. That, yeah, we'll just, we'll, like, we'll tear up sentences and use it wrong and ain't and all that. How's that? <laughs> <laughs> I'll say so so many times that it, it'll be back-to-back -back in so many sentences because so-so. Anyway, and I'll do uh, like, uh, like, like. <laughs> that was George. Uh, listen, you know, stop tag teaming on me. Anyway, uh, but, <laughs> but no, Roxy, I have like about uh, 10 more minutes to spare here with you. So I'm, uh -huh. I have last question and then Red, if you have any last comments or questions, whatever, by all means. But basically, um, my last question is, uh being again uh going to the current uh product women's wrestling today with uh mm -hmm. the names like the charlottes the kansas larays the uh yeah. the it, everyone from tv to independence rock right you staple in this business you being a staple from glow all the way to now a lot of people want want to be like you uh you know they portrayed you in some sort of way in their character uh tell us What's your opinion on the current, uh, you know, production of women? Are you talking about indie or are you talking about WWE? Um, uh, obviously, okay, I have to say, like, like with Charlotte, like when her whole gimmick when she came out with her dad, I hated it. I was just like, oh, gosh, she's living off her dad's name. How are they going to do that? And then... I'm like, I'm getting more intrigued by her. She made me love her. <laughs> I did not want to. And that's when you know something's working. And you know, now she's coming out in, in like the outfits that, you know, her dad came out in. And like even Alexa Bliss, ah, oh, that brat. And I'm like, oh, my God, I'm liking her too. So, you know, even in the indies, it's the same thing. Of course, you don't have all the money and the lights and all that stuff. But you know what? If somebody's got it, they just, they got it. And I've seen that in indie wrestlers, and I've seen it, um, you know, like I have a hard time, and I know people might hate me for this, I have a hard time with Bailey. I want to love her and all that and the gimmick, and I know it's for the kids, but I just have a hard time with her, and I don't know why. You know, that's just no, my opinion. But the kids love her, and I know why she's there. Well, it, it's understandable because apparently there's a rumor floating that uh, her character is even going to turn more bubbly because apparently, again, I only read reports uh, that right. she's, she's going to be playing a gimmick where she's now never kissed a boy 
and they want to run with it uh, all the way through SummerSlam. So it's like, oh my god. Oh boy. Yeah. Well, you know, they gotta they gotta mix it up a little bit because I think I'm kind of a little um little bored, and I know she was coming out with New Day, and I'm like, oh my god, looks like somebody puked in the ring. I'm like, <laughs> what with the colors and all that. And, you know, and it's fun. It's fun for the kids to watch and all that. But I think, I don't know, I'd like to see her turn a little bit. I'd like to yeah. see that. Because well, that I, would be, like, to make her so good and then just turn her bad, like, little by little. Like, whatever they're doing with Roman Reigns, like, he looks good, but I'm not feeling like his character either. It's like he's gorgeous to look at, but I just he's, I compare him to The Rock way too much, and I have a problem with his character. Well, the thing is, is that Bailey is an amazing, an amazing worker. You know, it, yep, it's, yep. Like she had show stealing matches in NXT, and yeah. I feel like like that platform is not being given to her on the main stage now. Mind you, I hope exactly. I, yeah, I, I hope I really do that one day. It's it, it, there's going to be a situation where like, hey, we we we're done having fun with you. I, I because Kurt Angle said it best. Kurt Angle said it best. Sometimes you're gonna be stuck in a storyline that you're not gonna feel comfortable of what you're doing, but you gotta right. do it. And right. guess what ha- and guess what happened to Kurt Angle at the end? He became a legend, a Hall of Famer. So right. I see the I see the same path for Bailey. You know, she's I, I could see it with her, but then sometimes I think they get kinda who is the guy that came out with the lollipops? Um what was his name? And yeah, and I'm like, wow, that's really cool. And and but then they didn't know what to do with them. Where is he? He's gone. You know, I know from other things though too. But I thought that was like the coolest character. And like, uh, who are the other guys? The Vaudevilles. It's the same thing. Like, you know, I guess they got to keep trying stuff in, in order to make it work. But then you see Samoa Joe. I'm like, yeah, now that's a he's been, he he's been around. Then been in NXT, and then they brought him up. I'm like, this is great, you know, against Brock Lesnar. What, I mean, the matches with them, just even the faces. I mean, this is great. But to me, that's yeah, good wrestling. See, you can tell I watch, right? Yeah, no, no <laughs> I'm one no, of the no, few. I'm one of the few. I, I, hey, but, but uh, to, to kind of give, to run with what you're saying, another great example was Big Show. Every week he yeah. was coming out as a new character. One week he was the showster portraying Hulk Hogan. Uh, yeah, week, yeah, yeah, yeah. He played Conan the Barbarian. You know, he did right. embarrassing things, but look at what he's doing now. He became a Hall of Famer. Again, I'm, yeah, not, yeah. I'm not bashing what they're going to do with Bailey. I'm just saying they're, she's going to go through the same path that Bailey I think through. it's great. And you know what? And that's when I'm going to fall in love with her is when she finally changes up something. That's because she needs that. Yeah, she needs something. Big, yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like, Big Show went through it. Kurt Angle went through it. Shoot, even Steve Austin went through it. Uh, you know, yeah, all, yeah. All, all of them went through some phase in their career where it was like, uh, I hear a Bailey lover. <laughs> Got a little defensive there. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just... I just respect everyone and... and, and, and I, oh, I do too, yeah. But, but the thing is, though, her character is made to be annoying. So you know what that means? <laughs> it's working. It's working. Well, well, you know what? I would love to see you and Bailey uh, come out there. Like, just a, a little quick little thing. Or maybe a, 
uh, we'll just we'll just come out and we'll just we'll just hug, and then when she turns <laughs> around, I can be a heel. How's that? <laughs> Yay! Yay! And so my last question yeah. again, uh, sure. is uh, basically, you've made your dream come true. You became mm -hmm. you were a wrestling fan. You became a wrestler. You are now like years later, even still one of the most talked about wrestlers from the glow era. You know, it, it, it's, it's kind of like that one thing that you want to sometimes pinch yourself and say, is this really real? You know, and, and it's not something anyone can plan. You know, no one can plan stardom. So, well, this, okay. The thing is though, too, is I have been around for three years. If I would not have been on Facebook and I am, I go to every event, I make sure I, can help whoever I can help. It, you know, you got to really love what you're doing. And I love, love being out there with the people. Love. There's no pedestal where I'm at. We're on the same level. And I love talking to people, being who I can. I'm not saying I'm in this great position that I can do it. But you know what? These people out there that I talk to, the fans, Afterglow with the cruises, they also lift us up. We're, we're normal, regular people that have, you know, made an influence on them. But they also lift us up. You know, so I don't and, think you hear that that very often, do you? <laughs> no, no, not at all, actually. So basically, yeah. in, in in that case, in that subject, and in that opinion, I have to ask yeah. you uh, uh, this: like you being uh, again, this is my final question: you being uh, mm -hmm. going through all of this uh, and from glow to now, what do you think about your journey? I, I'm pretty sure it was an emotional one for you. The journey as in from the afterglow or from the very beginning? From the very beginning, like when you first entered the it, ring. It, must it was the best time of my life. The best time. Sorry, sorry, kids. I'm talking about my kids. <laughs> <laughs> I, I created uh, bonds with girls. I have my best friend, Sunny, the California girl. We hang out. Um, Eileen MTV. There are... 30 girls that are like still around and, you know, people dying every day. We are still here. And that to me is just, that is amazing. You know, you just don't, it's kind of like that movie, A League of Their Own, where they come back and look. We've actually like stayed in touch with each other. And, you know, it was, it was cool to get, you know what, this is my other radio show calling in. <laughs> oh, oh, wow. The, uh, yes. You, you, were, you were double booked? Uh, no, I was said. I told them what time is it right now? It's uh, seven twenty-six my time. Wow. So it's what? It, oh, we're supposed to end at three twenty. That's or three forty. Okay, it's okay. I'll call him in a second. So um, I guess we'll have to wind this up. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. That's fine. That was my last question anyway. Okay. Okay, all I'm asking, that's him calling again, so I better answer this. But I love you guys, and I, we will talk on Facebook, okay? All right. Thank, Thank you so, you so much. very right. much. Bye, guys. Bye. Thank Bye. you. My pleasure. Bye-bye. That was a very – you can't blame the, the host <laughs> because we're the same way here. Well, I am, at least. But that was a very intriguing host. But, man, what an honor it was to talk to Roxy. That was a huge honor. Yeah, I, I, with how big Glow is, just, you know, to have a chance to hear from, you know, one 
of the original Glow Girls herself. Doesn't get any better than that. No, I almost it, cried. Yeah, cried. I know. I know. Yeah, like you looked it too. You actually looked like you were building some water there. Yeah, I'm, I'm very moved by uh, every every single person that comes on this show, mm-hmm. you know, and I get to learn a little bit about each and every one of them, and it just helps me and my journey growing through the business. So it, it's it, red, and please correct me if I'm wrong here, but You're wrong. you know, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but basically, it, it's never bad to learn the new school. Uh, definitely not, because wrestling is evolving. It, it, you have to go with the flow. But when you get to learn about the current, but at the same time learn about the past, you get the best of both worlds. It, it gives me chills. It's like getting in my own little time travel machine and yeah. going backwards. And, um, you know, I, nev- I think it never goes out of style to just always go back and see from the greats, you know? No, and mind you, like, it's an honor for me to talk to her because, again, these are women that I grew up watching uh, when I was a fan of GLOW, of the original GLOW. And here I am at 35 years old. I don't know how old I was. I, I don't keep track of my age, you know, in that case. But uh, here it was a guy, 35 years old, 10, 20 years later, interviewing these women, these ladies, these professionals. Did you, would you ever have thought about that? No, if no. one asked you 10 years behind? No, definitely not. Crazy. Like, honest to God, like, sometimes when I walk into, like, a, when we do video interviews and such, uh, when we do video interviews, sometimes I walk into that room and I'm like, am I really interviewing this guy? You know, like, for example, you, you just met Alberto Del Rio, like, what, about two weeks ago or a month ago? Uh, and, and you entered this business about, let's say, roughly two two years, mm-hmm. because I know you've been wrestling for about a year and a half, right? Yes. So let's add half a year more to that because of training. You've been in this business for two years, and you're like, yeah, I'm training. Yes, I'm doing my bombs. Yes, I'm done. The-. Maybe take you a year, two, probably to share, share a same show with Alberto the Rio, but a year and a half in, you meet him. Yeah, I mean, not not just him, you know, just everyone else since I joined this radio show that I've gotten the chance to speak to, you know, Dan Bynum, I'm sorry if I murdered your last name, you know, Roxy asked, Bynum, sorry, Dan, (laughs) Uh, you know, Roxy right now, we had Jay Reels a couple weeks ago, Will Mm. Huckabee and our interesting conversation, you know, (laughs) I'm just, and it just keeps coming, and I'm just, um, I'm very grateful. So I, I have to get cheesy there, you know. Yeah. You don't always get the side of me, so appreciate it, George. Trust me, I am appreciating it. Like, this is a shoot. Uh, this is not something we see a lot of. Not saying that you're a robot. Not saying you're a robot. A but you, you, you basically are showing emotion, and that's great. I'm, I'm very much appreciating yeah. that. Yeah, and, and, so. and the fans, you know, you guys listening out there, too, you know, Thank you, thank you, thank you, because we can't do it without you guys, and you guys get to share that same experience with me to listen in on all these, you know, amazing, talented professionals, workers, managers, valets, so thank you, guys. You know what we should get on here one day? A referee. Yeah. Yeah, like, I just thought about that. I thought about one. Who? Oh, which one? Well, I'll let you guess that. Uh... 
there's a couple interesting Bruce Owens out there. Yeah. Oh, we've yeah. had Bruce on here. Oh man. We've please. had Bruce on here, but I'm pretty sure the guy would love to come back, especially now with you being on it. He he's a big fan of you. Yeah, I mean I've had him raise my hand a couple of times, so anytime oh, I get Oh, so to, that's why. Yeah. So you want to ask him how did it feel to raise the hand of a winner, huh? No. <laughs> Life behind you know referees, they're you know a very key important part of our career that I think sometimes you know they get overlooked and they're there, you know they protect us, talk to us, and mm-hmm. you know I think sometimes they go a little unappreciated. No, uh, again, I agree. And uh, who who better than to have Bruce Owens on the show again? I, I would love to. Bruce. I would love to talk to the guy again. I would never deny Bruce Owens from coming on the show. Now, mind you guys, next week we are gonna go back to the independence, back to the currents, and uh, believe it or not, next week we're gonna have none other than this year's ECWA Super Eight winner, the most prestigious independent tournament in the world. I'm talking about the ECWA Super 8 winner. I'm talking about the hybrid Sean Carr will be on the show next week. Nice. So basically, this man has been all over the world. He's won for the first time in his illustrious career, won the most prestigious tournament in the world, and he will be here on the show next week uh, talking about the ECWA Super 8 and, and, and what it is to be a hybrid in the world of professional wrestling. Because of course, it's not just uh, it's not good enough, or it's not it's not. Uh, our advice is learn more, learn more styles. So basically, uh, that's what he is. He's a hybrid. So guys, make sure you tune in next week to the hybrid Shankar here on Russell City Radio. Um, Red, I think it's now time to cut off the show, or we could go enjoy some brawl. So, so we could enjoy. I had to. My job. So we could enjoy some raw. Any last comments, questions, plugs? Tune in, guys, next week. So, yeah, listen in. <laughs> always the new stories, always a good time. And join in. Buy it, your ticket. Yeah. Buy your flight. I'm to uh, Wrestle City Radio. I'm, 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 I'm buying that cruise, by the way. I bet uh, you are. Guys, also make sure you follow us. On Facebook, facebook.com backslash Russell City Radio. Also, follow Red Velvet over here at facebook.com, La Velvet. Uh, for you guys who are wondering if it's one T, two T, three T, it's two T's. It's L A V E L V E double T. And then Instagram is what? La underscore Velvet? With two T's, correct. Yeah, so basically it's the same way as Facebook, except it has an underscore between the La and Velvet. So follow her for her adventure to success uh, in her career. But, guys, make sure you tune in to us every week here on our show. Every week, Mondays at 6 p.m., we have, again, Sean Carr next week on the show. I cannot wait to speak to the guy. He's already confirmed, and he will be here, and he will be talking a lot of fun with him uh, on Russell City Radio. So, guys, for everyone here on Russell City Radio, I want to say please be safe out there. Buy your ticket and fly over to their city to hear their stories of struggles turned into triumph only here in their city of Wrestle City Radio. Good night, folks. Good night. Thank you all for joining us. 
Remember to come back next Monday at 6 p.m. right here on Block Talk Radio and get your dose of reality check. Hey, hey, Red, can can you check? Do I have something in my teeth? Ew, George. Do, 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 do I? I'm man, hungry. I, I feel like I ate some bread. Wait a minute. Can we have some Taco Bell? Wait, ta- wait, wait, wait. Are we still on the? We're still on the. Oh, wow. Yeah, oh, crap. George. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.